Barbecue's our passion, and that's just what you'll get where the Kim Burns is a barbecuer. Tales from the pits. Howdy, welcome to the Tales from the Pits Top 20, Part 1. The Great Texas Barbecue Hunt is over, folks. We spent a lot of this year on the road, as you know, um, eating all over the state. We ate at a lot of barbecue joints a lot of times, spent a lot of money, and uh, we had some just amazing food. It was very hard to to narrow this down to 20 joints, but that's the, that's what we gave ourselves. That's the task we gave ourselves, and we finally narrowed it down, and here we go. And, and you know, again, we have to preface this with this isn't who our favorite 20 barbecue joint friends are. Right. <laughs> you know, it, it actually was, was pretty crushing because a couple of ours didn't make the list. Um, that we really wanted to, but it, and, and maybe maybe we should also run through the qualifications. Each of these each of these ones where we talk about the top twenty, especially, let's run through the qualifications of what how we built our list because how we built our list is different than how anybody else builds their list. Right? Yeah, we we did this you know our way, what we felt was the best way to do it. Um, and we're not going to go into super big detail because you'll you'll hear that on the previous episode. If you haven't, you should go listen to it. Um, but yes, our our judging criteria was brisket up to ten points available. Other meats and specials, up to 10 points available. And when we say specials, this can't be something you serve once a year when the media comes by. This has to be a regular special that someone could go and get at your restaurant. At a, you know, It doesn't have to be weekly. It could be a monthly special, but something that's regularly served at your restaurant. We didn't want to just do the Texas Trinity because to, to us, that doesn't encapsulate all the creativity and great stuff that's going on in Texas barbecue these days. So by judging all, whatever your best meats and specials are, we're giving you the best chance to get you know our highest rating we also we also got in sides um sides were very important to us they they're very important to barbecue and that's one of the biggest changes in barbecue over the last five to ten years is sides so sides count just as much as brisket exactly list. up yeah. to 10 points for brisket up to 10 points for your other meats and specials and up to 10 points for your sides and desserts and then finally the the experience aspect and experience means a lot of things it means historical relevance it means um, you know, how fast the service is. It means how kind of, you know, is it a brick and mortar or a trailer? All of those things come into what factor experience is. We think that's a very important one to add in. Right. And the history of the place. If it's a place that has a lot of history, we do take that into account. You know, and it's, you know, for just for example, Smitty's did not make our top 20, but they are probably the highest rated experience joint for us. Smitty's, Louis Miller, those places, you know, the places that have these that are just postcards of what we think Texas barbecue should be. You know, experience doesn't just mean you have a pretty brick and mortar. It means a lot of things. Absolutely. But it, but it means little things too, like yes. parking. Um, you know, if parking is absolutely abysmal, it will hurt your experience rating in our list, which brings you farther down the list. Um, so, so all of those little things. So, you know, when we, when we have a restaurant that may not be in the top five that you think and it's lower it's there's probably the difference is probably number one the sides and number two that experience level you know are you right. sitting in the sun when you're in line are you inside the restaurant is the service slower fast all of those little details we we actually broke down and factored in absolutely and experience just for for everyone's you know knowledge uh, was five points so it didn't didn't have as much factor as the food but it definitely had a factor especially when you're starting to split those hairs between these great barbecue joints those little little things sometimes make the difference absolutely you know the the enjoyment of going to two restaurants that serve the exact same quality food 
but one you're in and out in in half as much time one you're not standing out in the sun you know those things do impact you know what what you feel overall for a restaurant so we brought that factor in. Absolutely. And and before we're about to dive into the 20, but before we do, just wanted to give a shout out to a couple of places that were right on the periphery, not necessarily an honorable mentions, but just a couple of places that we wanted to highlight because they're, you know, they, they just missed out on this. One of those is Fiji's barbecue. Um, and one of the reasons why is our, our criteria was it had to be something that was open prior to 2021. And obviously Fijis Greenway was, but the Spring Branch location was not. And so when we were doing our ratings for Fijis, we could not factor in the experience at Spring Branch. We couldn't factor in all the different sides and creativity and, and specials that they've added in Spring Branch. So that was one that if we did this list again a year from now, there's a very good chance Fijis would have been in there. Even six months from now, maybe right. even three months from now. I mean, it was that close. And that, like I said, that those are some of the, the painful decisions that we made uh, because we're trying also to be honest with the list. We're not trying to just say, hey, we love this person or we love this one visit we had. So therefore, they should be above all the others. Um, another one I know you wanted to highlight, Brian, was Hellberg was very, very close to making this list also. Yeah, I, I think they're, they're doing some really special stuff out there. I think they deserve to be on the list, uh, the top 20, but it's, it's again, that experience factor just kind of squeezed them out just a tiny, tiny bit. Yeah. And there's a few others. And again, if, uh, if you want to reach out to us, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll talk to you about, you know, how we, how we factor everything in, but let's, let's dive into it. Let's start with it. What's number 20, Brian. So number 20 blew us away on our first visit. We really wish that we could get out more times to, to validate it because they may actually go up higher. Um, so one, one of the, one of the things we struggled with was, um, you know, should they be even higher? But we only had one experience. So, so it was very tough. We, we, we pay for this out of our own money. Can't go multiple times. We, we only have so many weekends. Our right. wives are already killing us. Right. This is actually the only joint on our top 20 that we only went to once. And that is Convenience West. Convenience West and Marfa. Um, yeah, Mark, Khaki, Katie Rose, Adam. They're doing just really creative stuff out there. The meats are really good. The housemate sausage was really good. The sides are some of the strongest that we've had in Texas in terms of creativity and flavor. Um, and it's just a really nice location. Yeah, I mean, that again, that experience factor, you're in Marfa, Texas. I mean, you're, you're, you're right in like this very hipster art, artisan community. Um, it, it's, it's really cool. You can actually go rent a yurt and, and camp out, you know. So, so it, it's all of those factors involved. Now, the restaurant itself, no, it's not a fabulous, beautiful, you know, brick and mortar brand new but it's that whole, like I said, that experience factor contains a lot of different elements. Yeah, we, we had such a great meal at Convenience West. And, and we have to preface it with this. We were exhausted by the time we got there. It was a hugely long day of travel. So like, we were a not... A hailstorm. Uh, yeah, we, we, yeah, we narrowly yeah. avoided a hailstorm. So there was everything working against Convenience West when we got there. We were not in the greatest of moods just because it was a long day. And then we ate the food and we were just blown away. Yep. So up next, number 19 on our top 20 is Brett's Barbecue Shop. Brett's Barbecue Shop in Katy, Texas. And at the old non-mockers, the, the, non-mockers re- yes, location, which but, is ridiculously small, has maybe three parking spaces. Um, very frustrating to go visit because the food is so good, but that's changing. That is changing. That's very, very exciting news that was just recently released. Um, Brett's Barbecue Shop is moving to a really great huge brick and mortar especially relative to where they are now and really excited for them they have really built that business amazingly brett's putting out amazing food jacqueline running the front of the house 
it's it's been great to watch that business grow. Brett Jackson is a Louis Miller disciple, so you're going to get that pepper on the beef rib. One of the best beef ribs I've had in a very long time. Interesting in that, as I as I look at our list, this one and the next two all have that connection. Yes, yes, they do. <laughs> at least at least in style. But yes, yeah. great great food. Their specials are really exciting. The enchiladas, that enchilada sauce is to die for. The creative sausage they're doing. You know what, what they might lack right now in experience, they make up for in food. Right, and and again, we we mean experience not by their experience, or, but the experience uh, of business. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And, yeah, and their customer sure. service is great. It's just there's constraints with their building right. and their parking that they have no control over right now. But as we said, that is changing. We're happy to see it changing, and we're happy to see all the success that Brett's has had in Katie. Yeah, I mean, I mean, four years from now, even even just a year from now, but when they open that new brick and mortar, it's yeah. just going to be blowing yeah. well, up out there. And I got to give kudos to, to Brett on this as well. So many of these places that not even just made the top 20, but that would have made if we did a top 50, have these beautiful streamlined, perfect airflow pits <laughs> with, you know, the drop and dime welds and the Mobergs and the mill scales and all that. Brett is cooking on just, how do you describe that? It, pit, it's <laughs> So if anybody knows, uh, and I doubt they do, but what Black October, what what the what the Moors and the, at, at Tejas Chocolate were cooking on before they blew up, it's it's probably worse than that. Pit. <laughs> I mean, know? it's just a massive pit with these weird porthole style doors. I mean, eats, eats wood like crazy, and, and it's it really is it it's really shows Brett's ability as a pit master that he's able to put out yeah. amazing barbecue on a pit that's not super efficient, that's not easy to and, to operate. And and we've seen people that are like in trailers for eight years. Um, we've seen people that are still in trailers in Austin that deserve to be in a, in a brick and mortar. So like the, you know, I don't want to use the word pride because we don't own the restaurant or anything, but, but we're, we're so happy and gleeful that they're moving into a, a, an appropriate building. Absolutely. Yeah. Brett and Jacqueline have worked so hard to build that business and, and we can't be happier for them that they're uh, finding all the success. Um, it's a, there's a nice segue to the yeah. next one. Speaking of Louis Miller. Speaking of Louis Miller. Here's disciple. Louis Miller. Here's Louis Miller. Number 18 on our list is yeah. the historical postcard of Texas barbecue, Louis Miller barbecue, one of our favorite experiences anywhere. I mean, you just, you know, again, the screen door, you open it up, you realize how many people have walked through that exact door. An on old high school floor. gymnasium. Yeah, on that exact floor to those exact walls and, and had the, the experience. And again, they, you know, they've changed the barbecue over the years. It's okay. Um, but, but that experience is just almost unequaled in barbecue, um, of, of the building of the history of the legacy of Bobby, of Fred Fontaine, of Louis himself, all the way back that, that really launched all of this. And it's just, it's, it's such a must visit from an experience factor that it, it's gotta be high up there for us. Yeah. A James Beard, American classics recipient, um, Louis Miller is just one of those places that if you love Texas barbecue, you have to go. If you have not been, I can't believe it. But it's every time we go there, we're we're just we we soak in the history of the place. We still enjoy the house-made sausages they're doing there. Obviously, the beef rib is legendary at Louis Miller, and uh, and you can spend 30, 40 yeah. minutes looking at all the business cards. On the yeah, wall. And we usually do. We usually do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it's uh, so much history, and and we just love going there. So Louis Miller, number eighteen. So up next, um, in this in the same vein of that heavy pepper brisket, but completely different everywhere else, is Zavala's Barbecue. Zavala's Barbecue in Grand Prairie is number 17 on our list. 
you know, what a, what a visit, you know, it, it, again, it's a, it's not, they haven't been in the location forever, but it's a really cool location, an old like drive, drive-in restaurant yeah, style. Yeah. yeah it's yeah, really re- cool. Really old building. And, and again, they started out from a pop-up to, you know, to transitioning into a brick and mortar and, the, you know, they've added, you know, it was, used to be Saturday only. Now they've added hours and days and specials. They're doing a burger night. They're doing fajitas, the, the crispitos with cheese, the tamale that Brian won't stop talking oh about. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, just wait until you have it. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, slop- you need to make us some tamales. Yeah, the, the sloppy one. I mean, it's and their uh, their social media is a lot of fun. <laughs> and, and and Joe is doing the classes now for free. Yes. Um, so, you know, we, we absolutely recommend people get out and do these classes with the pitmasters. Um, you know, on, on the, the least expensive side, that's probably the number one. Number two is Pitmasters and Punch at Cadillac. Um, another great one that you can do where you can just ask questions. But this is a right. true class that you can go to. Yeah. yeah. And Zavala's, again, doing really good food out there in Grand Prairie. We, we've enjoyed every visit we've made out there. And uh, we're, we're happy that they made the cut for this list. So up next is Panther City. So Panther City, again, kind of kind of jumped on our list early on. And we were we were we were pretty surprised and, and Fort Worth is just incredibly competitive with barbecue. There are restaurants you can almost throw a rock at and hit another restaurant from one to the other. Yep. Uh, but we think that Panther city stands out among those. Yeah, they do. So yeah, number 16 Panther city doing really good central Texas staples, but then they add in, you know, the, the you know, people call it Tex-Mex, but Chris will tell you, you know, Chris Magianis from uh, Panther city would tell you, this is just the food we grew up with. You know, this is what they grew up eating. And so they've incorporated that into the menu. And so you can go there, you can get some really good tortillas and, and make it yourself a really good brisket taco. Um, the, the pork belly burn-in poppers, the elote cup, which is one of the things that they're famous for, which you could just go there and order the elote cup and it would fill it's you up. Meal. It, yeah, you it's know, a whole meal. It's, you know, you're talking about chopped brisket and a, a huge cup of elote and with all the dressing and the fixings on it. And, and it's hard to Another innovate one's today. Classes. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a hard to innovate today. They did that innovation. They were, to my knowledge, they were the first people to put pork belly burn-ins in a popper. You know, poppers have been around forever. Um, I'm sure somebody's done it, but, but, you know, they've done some innovation as well. And, and Andrew just mentioned they are doing classes too. Yeah. And from an experience standpoint, they've, they're an outdoor and indoor operation. They've partnered up with a bar. You can eat inside. They have a nice covered patio, really nice covered area. They keep expanding their area as well. And they've really, uh, they've really grown it to where it's not just like a food trailer experience. It's more than that. Next up, number 15, number 15. And this is a place that's been around a long time. We love the story of this place. Um, we love what they've built and how they've built it. And that's Regal's Barbecue. Um, if you're not familiar with the story of Russell and Misty and how they built that business, Russell was cooking barbecue before it was cool to cook barbecue. Um, and he'll be the first to tell you, I made bad barbecue for a very long time. He, he was part of a restaurant chain and was do, having making a successful living doing that. But he, you know, he got his eyes open to what what more he could do with the business and how how much better the barbecue could be, and he started changing his processes and and it's paid off for him in a big way. You know, Regals has continued to add on you know specials to the menu, different items. The specials are really what's kind of separating them from the last few right. years. Yep, and, and they, another peppery brisket. <laughs> yes, yes. I mean, he was one of the first people that really popularized pastrami. Smoked pastrami brisket. Yeah, the Reuben uh, is, I mean, Reuben, good yeah. God. I mean, and, you know, he's not the one that invented it. He's not the only one that's doing it by any means now. But he really kind of started that uh, that pub, publicity of it. I don't know how you say it, um, but popularity of it. And then he, he's added additional specials. He's He bought the, the hog cooker. 
Yep. So he's doing whole hog. He's doing pork steaks. Yay. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's doing he's doing the turkey katsu, which I, I have not had yet, but it, it just looks it, really oh, good. Oh, it's, it's excellent. Yeah. And, and again, it's just, it's fun to go to Regal's because you can get good brisket. You can get good ribs, but you can get so much more. You can go almost every day of the week. That's how they do it. You know, really smart. Other people should listen uh, that, that own restaurants. They're doing specials daily that are different each day. So yep. it, it allows people to, that are in the neighborhood to continue to revisit the restaurant, but have different items. Welcome to the list, Regal's number 15. On number 14, this is one that, you know, is probably most famous for one single item. But, you know, and, and unfortunately, for many, many years and many, many visits, we would go get that item. But we, we started to just say, well, the rest of the menu has to be great, too. <laughs> um, but, but, but let's just talk about that item. So Valentina's Tex-Mex Barbecue, um, currently in Manchac, Texas, also open, or opening up in Buda, Texas, moving to Buda. Yep, and they have a location in the uh, soccer stadium in Austin yeah, also. Just, yeah, hey, Corey. Um, <laughs> and, and just, yeah, the soccer stadium in Austin, just, you know, just blowing it up there. But the, the real deal Holyfield Taco, just when they came on the scene, when they did that, look, Tex-Mex Barbecue is everywhere now. Yep. And again, from an innovation perspective, they were one of the early Tex-Mex Barbecue you know, were, were they before 2M, I believe? Yeah, yeah they were. Yeah. No, they were I definitely mean, before yeah. 2M. And Cooking with Mesquite, um, which is pretty unique, yes. especially I think they're I'm pretty sure they're the only Mesquite place on our list. Um, but, you know, cooking really good barbecue. And, and as Brian alluded to, yes, we it's so hard to not go there and just get the tacos. So those house-made tortillas are amazing. Um, but we've forced ourselves the last couple of visits to get just regular trays of barbecue. And the, the barbecue holds up just as well as everything else. You know, their fajitas are excellent. Their carnitas are great. The barbacoa they do is so good. I mean, always get the always get the guacamole. Yes, and their guacamole is is legendary. Yeah, and they're doing house made sausage. I mean, Valentina's is, is is great, and I cannot wait for them to be in a brick and mortar because I think it's just going to get even better. You know, this one and the next one are are kind of. I, I mean, Valentina's has a, enough publicity, maybe, but this one and the next one I think don't get enough publicity. Yeah. Right. And so Valentina's really should get more. But hey, being in the soccer stadium, I think maybe they will. But Valentina's is absolutely must up. They're open early so you can go get that taco and then go to another restaurant. Yeah. But another one that gets, you know, they look, they've been top 10 before. We, we know they get some publicity. Hey, I'll, I'll just call it out. I was on national TV with them. Um, <laughs> no shockwave of flavor. <laughs> um, but but, you know, but the, the number 13 restaurant for us. Micklewaite, Tom, what he's done is magical. Yeah, I mean, we have, and again, if you've listened over the years, you know this, we have so much respect for what Tom has built and how he's built it over these last eight years. Um, he launched that trailer in 2013, and he was doing things that were, at the time, revolutionary. And, and doing them his own way. Yes. He, he built the trailer himself. Right. I mean, our last visit, he was he was building benches. I mean, he's like, one of the cool things about him is is that, He's just so, he just does it himself. Right. It's his own way, his own and, thing. And again, I'm not saying he's the first person to make a pickle or the first person to make house-made bread or the first person to do this, but as far as our knowledge in Texas barbecue, he was one of, if not the first, to do a lot of these things. The, yeah. you know, he's doing house-made bread that he gives away for free with your plates. It's ridiculous. The house-made pickles, the, the care that he put into the sides, which is now fairly common in barbecue, right. but at the time was not. Yeah, I mean, sides, sides the, the, the kind of revolution of sides to me is, is two restaurants, is, is Micklewaite and Opie's. 
um, that really just started to expand. Yeah, I'll throw the Killens in there too. And Killens. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Killens was a little later in the yes. scene, but yeah. yes, for sure. Those three restaurants. I'll give you that. Those three restaurants elevated the concept that barbecue is more than just the Texas yeah. Trinity. The jalapeno cheese grits. Come on. They're. I mean, they're, I mean <laughs> they've set the standard. I mean, we talk about guests and we talk about Goldies, um, but but. And, and creative sausage. Bar. Tom was one of the first yeah. on creative sausage as yeah. well. And so it, we just, we enjoy all of our visits to Micklewaite. We still don't think they get as much credit as they deserve. Um, but that's, uh, that's why they're number 13 and, on our list. And, and, you know, how many times have we gone to Micklewaite and, and Tom's in there working? You oh, know? I mean, every time, <laughs> basically, know, unless he's you know. somewhere else building something else. Right. I mean, if, if of these restaurants, I'm kind of, I'm kind of looking at uh, even all of our top 20, you know, for sure, everybody needs to go to places like Louis Miller just to scratch it off their bucket list but everybody needs to support Micklewaite barbecue i'm just going to say it straight up you you really need to because tom is a great person and he's done so much for barbecue yeah. and, and, and the food it. is so good the food is so good at Micklewaite. the pastrami we had on a recent visit was just awesome i mean it's just i can't say enough good things about Micklewaite, but uh but but i must stop because yep. we got to go to our next one number yeah, 12 number, number 12 number 12 now this is interesting because it's kind of the opposite end of the spectrum so um so we've been big fans of Corkscrew since the trailer days. And what they've done, they, they have not latched on to any of that kind of hipster stuff or the new stuff. And I mean, they're still serving, you know, not, they're not doing house-made pickles. And you know what? That's fine because they do a type of brisket and bark that I, I still have yet to experience anywhere else. Yeah. Corkscrew does things their way, and I love it. Yeah, I love that they haven't tried to conform to what's popular right now in barbecue or what this person over here is doing or that person over there is doing. They have their menu, their style, and, and you know it as soon as you see a tray. You know it as soon as you taste the food. And that's that's awesome because in these days, I mean, barbecue is better than it's ever been across the board. You can get great barbecue all over Texas and even outside of Texas, you can get great Texas barbecue now. But so much of it is so similar and Corkscrew never has been. And don't skip the cobbler. Never don't skip the skip cobbler. The cobbler. Um, one, one last thing about Corkscrew. It was one of the first places that we went to that had a very efficient line. Yes. Oh, and, and the care they took in plating, which oh, is yeah. so commonplace yes. now. But, but at the time, they were one of the few that was really putting care into how the tray looked. Yes, don't skip the cobbler. Don't skip the brisket. Don't skip the meaty beef, uh, pork ribs. Uh, don't skip the Saturday chicken special that they do. The customer service there, the experience there. The customer service is ridiculous. It's I mean, crazy. It really is. And ridiculously good when I yes. say ridiculous. Um, but the line moves fast. I, I was able to actually sneak in right before close recently. The brisket was exactly as good as it was at, at peak time. And I, I had almost no weight in line. I mean, that was, it, it was a gamble, but I'm a gambler. <laughs> so, so it was, it was a great visit. Yeah. Great experience, quality sides, really good meats. Corkscrew has been a, one of the gold standards in Houston and continues to be. So our final one for this episode. Yeah, this is, this is, so again, we're doing 20 through 11. Yep. So this is the final one. This is number 11. This is one that we, we've followed since the early days. Yep. Um, guest barbecue guest family barbecue in waco we've enjoyed the meals that that reed and company were putting out back in the back in the food truck days it was always really good barbecue really good sides and then it's just elevated even more now that they're in the brick and mortar and and one thing unique about guests is is house-made pits so yep you know the pits are not made by some of the famous pit builders um, since day one um, and the sides initially when they were in a trailer, all the sides were made on the pit. Their sides there are very good. They're very unique. We're going to have to take a moment and talk about the grits. 
Yes, the the stone ground grits that they're using, and, and this is the second time we've mentioned grits on this episode. And it won't be the last. And it won't be the last. <laughs> well, you'll on hear, this episode, uh, on this yes, episode, but yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. You'll, you'll hear more about grits <laughs> eventually. Um, but yes, uh, the the grits at Guess are awesome. The the brunch that they added when they moved into the brick and mortar is so much fun, and we've had and again another good bourbon bar there. Oh yeah, good prices too. <laughs> yeah. In fact, we're drinking one of the ones that they've, they've served. Yeah. Anyway, um, but yeah, I mean the the grits, the stone ground grits just the texture is phenomenal the brunch though to me the brunch is it's not what put them on the list but the brunch it's probably what put them this high on the list yeah Yeah, Yeah. that that, i mean again when you're talking about all this barbecue is so good every place that we mentioned is so good you find these little things and these different touches that that really just elevate something a little bit higher than you know the than the spot before it the brunch at guess is very much i mean of course they make really good brisket the cheesy chipotle sausage of course is really good but when you start talking about the freaking pulled pork pancake the brisket hash i mean it's just you can get different experiences at at guess you can go and get straight up barbecue you can go and get brunch you can even go to their steak nights and get steak and and it's important to note too the brunch just isn't some random items thrown on by some random person the brunch is very thoughtfully thought through very thoughtfully created very thoughtfully cooked so it's you know the those pulled pork pancakes had a uh, it was like a bourbon butter as well yeah and uh, a really good maple syrup yeah I mean, I mean it was just Reed has a chef background and you can tell when you taste the food and that's important you know again we talk about experience that's part of the experience but they've got a brick and mortar they're open for for brunch lunch and dinner brunch only on the weekends but phenomenal place to go um, and of course we we just even though it's not on our top twenty we have to say. If you're in Waco and you're going to guess, go to Helberg. Exactly. And that's why, we, you know, we wanted to highlight Helberg at the beginning of the episode, too, because that is one of the ones that was just barely not on this top 20. And, and it was so hard to narrow this down. But that is 20 through 11 for us, folks. We are going to keep counting them down. The next episode that you hear will have 10 through 6. And then the last episode will have 5 through 1. Keep your feet on the ground and keep reaching for the stars. <laughs>